notification. You hear that? That's your notification for a new episode of The Love Fix with your hosts, Uncle Miggy and Hot Mama, the brother-sister duo that covers sex, dating, and all things in between. We're not your therapists. But after spilling the tea from your latest date, we'll leave you feeling validated. So find your sweet spot and get ready to treat yourself to some good sexual healing. Hey, we're back with your favorite podcast. It's The Love Fix, episode number nine. It's your favorite uh, hot mama with my biggest brother, Uncle Miggy. How are you? Your favorite biggest brother. (laughs) Your biggest brother. (laughs) Add in all those adjectives. (laughs) What's up, hot mama? How are you? Um, you know, I'm a little funky today. I'm not going to lie. Um, you may have noticed or not, but um, I don't know. I'm just, I may have drank a little bit too much last night. I don't Oh no, you're hungover. No, I'm not hungover. I just feel fucking stupid. I think like sometimes um, when I drink, I just do stupid things I feel like. And so I feel like I just have like that, like a uh, stupid cloud lingering over me and I need to just like do some yoga and shake it off or something. I don't know. But yeah. I skipped yoga yesterday because I was a little hung over myself. Ah, no <laughs> way. What were you drinking? Um, everything. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like mezcal, margaritas. Um, that was mostly what it was. Oh, okay. The mixed yeah. Um, did you do some things that you felt like you are still like hanging over you, like in terms of like decisions that you made? Um, yeah, kind of. And, and I guess that's kind of me being vulnerable because this is not something that I'm super duper proud of. Right. But here I am mm-hmm. saying it on like the first five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, that's something I wanted to talk about um, today was about being vulnerable and being authentic. Like, you know, like I'm finding that. Um, in these episodes, like I'm revealing a lot about my love life and um, things that are going on, like in real time. And I'm like, oh, like every week, I feel like I have to apologize and say sorry to and give a heads up to different people. Uh, Mr. T, uh, Lex, um, uh, like, um, it's hard. It is. It is. I agree. I think like, I don't know, just having having it all out there right is so vulnerable and like people can interpret things however they want and like mean people could use your words against you and stuff and I don't know there's like a lot of blah that could come from it but I think that we are doing something amazing at the same time like in the same breath like even though it's uncomfortable to say these things or maybe um leaves us feeling kind of like eh, afterwards it empowers other people like this podcast I've had friends tell me that like it's inspiring to them and so because of that I'm gonna continue putting all my shit out there unapologetically right because it's helping somebody else on their journey and that's what the fuck this is about for me like yes I feel that a hundred percent like uh one of so so yes, there's a lot of feedback that I get from like one of our gay cousins. He was like, oh my gosh, like I'm learning so much and I'm really here with you all. And I love what you guys are doing. And that feels really good to hear. And then also we're revealing parts of our life that like um, where there are other people involved and it's a balancing act because like I want to be authentic and real and I want to make sure and respect um, the people that were that I'm talking about on the show, you know, like in a way that like, because I love them. And I don't want anybody to be hurt 
um, or caught off guard about things that I say. And so I just thought like, you know, like that idea of being authentic and vulnerable um, ourselves, because we're asking our guests to do that too. And then learning along the way, but then also respecting the fact that like, we're talking about real things that are happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I agree. So what happened this yesterday? (laughs) I, um, like, you know how they say they hurt, you hurt the people closest to you. Right. And so I feel like maybe, um, I was just really mean to, um, my, I got to think of a name for him, bro. I don't know. What should we call producer? No, your husband my husband but i don't know that just seems like so lame my husband i thought we called him daddy but then i took over oh daddy yeah 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 okay let's call him daddy okay so so yeah i drank a lot of beers yesterday more than i can even remember like well i mean i remember the whole fucking night but i just drank a lot of beers and um i ended up being like really mean uh to daddy and he doesn't deserve that like Mm. it's still kind of stupid because i ended up breaking something and then it was like like, why the fuck am I like this? Like, why do mm. I drunk sometimes? Because this doesn't happen every single time, okay? But there's just some occasions when I get drunk and I act like my motherfucking dad. <laughs> mm. Oh, shit. Okay, well, speaking of daddies, because I don't want to go in that direction. <laughs> we, have, we have Stan, the gay man, back with us today. Um, hey, daddy. <laughs> he is not daddy. Okay, that is Stan, the gay man. What's up? <laughs> I know. I just call him that because he he doesn't like it so much. He doesn't want to own that daddiness about him. Are you? You are a daddy too. <laughs> I, I can look like at myself and I see that that that's what that's probably the title that I'd be given for sure. Daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you, Stan? I miss you. I'm good. I was telling uh, uh, Uncle Miggy a couple weeks ago, I, I caught up on the show and heard your um, your bonus episodes and really, really loved that. Just you two of you guys talking and <laughs> I told him that me and you will take a jog at some point and have some tamarind margaritas. He, he, told, he told me no, but he's not in charge. No, <laughs> I, I'm in charge of this shit. And, and, and Stan and Hot Mama are not going on a run without me. You don't run this pussy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stan. Because um, if you listen, then you heard how sad I was that my brother just shot me down. He was like, "Nope, nope, you are not going on a run with us." And I was like, "Well, can can I at least have a cup of coffee with you guys?" <laughs> I said yes to that. Yeah, well, whatever. Stan's telling me that I can go running, so fuck you. You can go on your fucking run. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely after further evaluation, though, I probably have no business running with you or with Uncle Miggy. I'm, I'm the only thing I run is this motherfucking mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the truth. <laughs> but what's new with you? How are you? Tell me something. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, still, still trying to figure things out you know, with, uh, my, my family, like my, my ex and our relationship and how, you know, it's, it's, you know, the last couple of weeks I've spent some more nights away. Um, like, um, the weekend before last, I, I did like three nights in a row where I was away, you know, I, I was still like seeing my son during the day and, and running into my ex and doing things together, but like three nights in a row I was gone. And, 
kind of similar to this last weekend, you know, where it's um, bigger chunks of time. Um, we've talked about me, um, me and me and my uh, my guy. We've talked about moving in together. Um, my wife has kind of has kind of also talked about me, you know, moving out and getting a place um, that, you know, what we're doing is there's been some good to it, but it's also it's not. It has to change, you know, for everyone to kind of move forward. Um, and like, obviously, there's definitely a big part of me that doesn't really want to do that, you know, like I, because there was so much that I had that was good that I don't really want to, you know, I want to have it all, you know, I, I want spoken like a true man. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really have it all in that way, you know. Um, part of me just wants to be like, Hey, why, why, how, let's just have this, this guy move in with us. I'll, I'll be a family, you know, but that's I think that's, so wholesome. I think that's probably not going to work. Yeah. That <laughs> that's what I was imagining. I, I thought that would be like a nice setup. Like, um, it's a mixed family. Um, uh-huh. you know, like that seems so, so special and on brand for what you have going on. Yeah, we do do, we know we do hang out together. We do things socially. We, we do things with my son together. I mean, that's all, all good, but, um, yeah, so I feel like I've just been, there's this growing like distance, which I, I, I do want to, you know, kind of talk to her about, because I, th- I think we're trying to s- you have this separation, but I, I, I guess I, you know, want to do it in a way where we're not really being distant, like we're separating, but like, we can still be very close. Maybe like the past, uh, not the past three days, but like those three days that you were gone, like maybe something like that, where you're still going to see your uh, children, you know, or whatever. And you're still going to run into her from time to time throughout the day. And, you know, those usual things, but have your own space. Yeah. Cause it's been hard. That's like, it's, I was talking to Uncle Mickey, just like my routine, you know, it's like, I'm, I don't really have a you know, I'm kind of a guest in my house now in some ways. I'm a guest over at his, and I, he doesn't have, you know, his place is not really set up for a guest. And um, so just like, you know, I, I don't have like, I don't go grocery shopping either place. You know what I mean? It's like, everything's just kind of up in the air. I never know where I'm going to be landing. So I need to like get settled a little bit. Yeah, put some roots down somewhere that are your own, you know, mm-hmm. that like you can grow from and have those that you love grow with you in that same setting as well. Mm-hmm. But it feel more like a home for you and not like a guest, like how you said. Yeah. And just for me and, and my relationship, I, f- I forget the name we used for him on previous shows, but uh, I'm just going to keep Man of mystery. Man, Man of mystery. My guy. Um, you know, there, there, there's part you have to kind of move the relationship forward too. You know, it's like, it's, it's different when you're always just seeing someone every other day, you know, versus like, you know, seeing them waking up together and going to sleep together and going off, leaving each other for work in the morning and buying groceries together and all that kind of stuff, you know, um, you know, we have to really see how you guys click together, you know? Uh, I'm going to be a, a vulnerable here in this moment. Um, when Lex and I were first starting to date, uh, he had just broken up uh, with, I don't know how recently, with his ex, and they still lived together. And it was uh, some really confusing and hard for me to uh, understand that. Uh, I never met his ex, and so that's much different than your situation uh, already, right? Um, and um, so it took a lot for me to like figure that how I felt about that. 
and then also like um we ended up he ended up coming to spend the night a lot at my place so so it doesn't sound like that's something that is an option uh for you which is why you're thinking about having a, a space together yeah mm -hmm. okay uh yeah i mean like that's another question like how soon is too soon to move in together you in a general sense or for me for everybody for, like, everybody? for our listeners well yeah. I, I think every situation is very unique because i think some people like to throw out like rules like oh you need to know someone six months or a year before you do this x y and z but yeah. it's, it's just whatever feels right to you I, I don't think there's any i mean you can meet somebody and move in with them the next week and that might be totally fine and some a lot of people that's obviously not going to be a good idea what do you think uncle Mickey? I'm thinking about a joke I told Stan before. <laughs> what is it? I want to hear. What does a gay man bring on their second date? His toothbrush. His boyfriend. And now these days it might be his husband. I don't what care. does a what? What does a gay man bring on his second date? His boyfriend? Yeah. Threesome is what he's saying. You know. Oh my God. <laughs> Hot mama is a little slow today. Well, okay. Um, and so there's a second part to that joke. Okay. And I'm sorry. Um I, I I'm trying to be as PC as possible, but this is a joke that I didn't make up. Um, what does a lesbian bring on their second date? Her girlfriend. A U-Haul. Oh my God. So they can move in together. <laughs> so I, um, I, when, when I told Stan this joke, it was because I was giving him a hard time um, about the amount of time that he, uh, he was ready just to like move in together. And I said he was being a lesbian. And uh, I, I do agree with you, Stan, though. Like when you feel it, you feel it. And so you feel it. But you do think that there is like a certain amount of time, though, apparently. No, I th I mean, I think like a week. I don't know. I, I, a week, you're still fucking getting to know somebody. So don't move in. Don't bring your U-Haul the second date. Go okay. on more than two dates, and which Stan has done. Uh, don't move months, into maybe? together. What's that? You think after four months, maybe? No, I think that um, what Stan says is true. Like when you feel it, you know when it's the right time. Oh, and I so I stamp on it. There's no timestamp. That's like why, yeah, I don't agree with timestamps on this. Like if you feel it, you feel it. And so, um, yeah, four months feels like a decent amount of time to get to know somebody if you're spending a lot of time together. But like, um, it, I, I have never done that myself. Yeah. You've always waited uh, a while. Um, yeah. I mean, like Lex and I waited uh, several years and it wasn't something that I felt like I, like I felt like I was ready to like live together sooner than that. And so I, I was like being patient and just trusting the process, you know? Um, and so um, in this case for Stan, it feels like he knows that he wants to spend more time together with the man of mystery and that uh, he feels that it's the right time. I like that. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I feel like I'm I'm spending three to four nights a week. I mean, usually three, sometimes four nights a week with him. Mm. But it's like I'm packing a little bag and my you know a few clothes. I'm you know it's just, um, you know, I even talked about you know at least until I find a place. Like sometimes it would just work better if I you know was around my my 
home more, but it's like, you know, left at like, you know, nine o'clock, like hang out with my son, do our normal routine and then just take off, you know, and go over to his place later at night. Um, it's, it's just kind of always evolving. Um, when I first came out and was being social, I was kind of a little bit, you know, all over the place. And since we were, co you know, still sharing a house that, that lack of, um, she really wanted to know, like have a set schedule. And I thought I was kind of being a little bit more respectful by like waiting till everyone was kind of in bed, like nine o'clock and then go out and meet people and have drinks and socialize. Um, but it was kind of like always last minute and I was coming and going. And so that didn't really work. So that's even before I met uh, my guy, it was, I was kind of like on this, like, you know, three week, pretty nice a week to go socialize, which, you know, of course, I mean, I still have, you know, other, other priorities in my life. I just can't be out every single night, you know? And so I feel like at this point, like I, I want to move somewhere very close to where I live now. So it'd be very easy to like, you know, spend time with my son, have him come over, you know, um, it, it just, I think it'll, I think it'll actually just make it all blend a lot better if I had my own place. Yeah. Like you're really ready. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's just that now it's just dealing with housing, you know, the, 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 the torture of finding a, an affordable place to live, you know, it's, everyone's struggle these days. You know, a question that popped up while you were talking was, um, and this might be really forward. Okay. And you could be like, oh, whatever, you're weird or not. <laughs> <laughs> so you came out and you're like, I want to date men, right? What, like, what was it that made you and your wife decide to still cohabitate together, but yet like go on this journey? Like, why wouldn't you just move out ASAP Rocky and be like, okay, well this, I, I want to do something different. Um, we did have that discussion towards the beginning. There was a point where I did put an application in for a place. And by the time they got back to me, you know, I, we just talked and it seemed like it was kind of like in some back then it was kind of like, well, well, why would I do that? Cause I didn't, I wasn't in a relationship with anybody. Hmm. Why would it, it's kind of like, we still like, we were still hanging out and having a good time with each other in a lot of ways. Right. We have, you know, a family together, a whole history. There's a lot of it wasn't like a typical divorce where you're just at odds with somebody and you hate them and you want to get away from them or they bug you. Okay. So it was kind of like, why would I be down the street in my own place being lonely and sad? And she'd be in her own place being lonely and sad. Even if we're being sad, at least we'd be sad together, you know? Aww, um, so sweet. So I think that's, that's where it was. Um, and I think there was a lot of good in that because I think we were, you know, still in contact with each other. And so we got to process a lot of those feelings. And I think a lot of times people, when there's these divorce things come up, there's that immediate separation and you're not, you're not seeing that person on a daily basis. And so you can kind of just dwell on the negative parts of that person and kind of spiral down and make them a villain. And, you know, um, so I think it was helpful that I, we, we were there around, you know, we could express things back and forth. She could be angry at me for obvious reasons, you know, um, and I think now we're just at another stage where we might need to like, you know, dispel the, the, the fantasy that's going on that we can kind of just continue on without really changing things. Right. Um, but I mean, I think she needs that. I think it's going to be, again, just better for everybody in the long, long run. I have a question. Um, gosh. So um, what if she meets somebody that, she really likes and that wants to spend more time with like does she move in with that person or do they move into the house 
Um, most like, I mean, we haven't really gone that far in those discussions. Um, you know, she does, she has dated a little bit. Um, I, I guess I, I don't want to spend too much time talking about her on the show. I don't want to like impede yeah. on respect her privacy, but most yeah. likely, I mean, I, I don't, you know, again, it's a different situation since she lives with our son. She wouldn't be like moving mm. a guy in two months after she met him. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, most likely. Um, but uh, I, I imagine it would be that person moving in, in with her. Hmm. Okay. So um, knowing that um, this is not a podcast about your wife and wanting to respect that, um, I'll keep us moving. Um, and um, that's just something that came up to like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, what if that happens? You know, like, and, and um, just me being curious about like how people, like if listeners at home are going through this thing um, and they're trying to figure it out too, like, this is good for everybody to know. Yeah. And I don't think that would create any conflict between me and her. Cause I think whoever she ended up with, I mean, I just totally assume would be somebody I would be totally comfortable with as well. And, you know, I want her to be happy and, you know, she would never be with somebody who was not good with my son. That would, she would never do that. So I don't have to really worry about that at all. And so I, I don't see that creating any conflicts with us. And, oh, oh gosh, it's been a couple of weeks since, it's been a long time since we've seen you. Cause we like, we, this is us making up our episode with you. And so um, it's been longer than that three week rotation. And um, that's what we we're calling it, uh, Stan. Uh, you're part of our rotation. Rotation. And uh, you're not so, <laughs> yeah, you're not so much of a hoe these days. But um, we still want to call you one. <laughs> oh, I see it in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> when he was talking about being out three days a week before he met the man of mystery, I was like, he was out there hoeing, and he was talking about that's, having dreams. That's and, what I was thinking and... too. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I took like I took like a long walk with my guy around town the other day, and I remember some some point I just was like, oh, like every like so many places I passed was like, oh, that there, that that house, that apartment, that that. <laughs> there, there was way more memories than I thought that I had. You know what I mean? Stan with the yeah. juicy memories of all the gentlemen you've met around town. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so something um, also that's happened over the last few weeks that we haven't talked about just yet um, is that you, you shared with your wife that you are on a podcast. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so it, huge. I, yeah, that was good. I had that conversation and it, I mean, um, it went well. She was like, yeah, I know you have your own life and you have your story to tell and you want to talk to people and that, that was mm -hmm. fine. And, you know, I didn't really want her to listen to the podcast. And she was like, yeah, I have no interest in listening to that podcast. So mm. I was like, that works well for me, um, <laughs> you know, because I mean, there's nothing I really still, I don't think there's anything I said that she doesn't know that we haven't talked about, mm. but it's still, it, it would just be hurtful, you know, I mean, to still hear me talk about these things that I've, I've done and, you know, um, I just don't think there'd be an upside to it. Well, maybe she can listen to um, the bonus episodes because uh, yeah, the ones without me. she can listen to all the ones without me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. At some point, well, curiosity will kill the cat, and she'll just like find this and listen to it all. Like, I guess you know that could happen. But you know, again, I'm not. I, I really don't think I've said anything that I, I'm not. I haven't said to her. But you know, no, I don't I mean, think I don't think so. I think that like the way that you're approaching this is uh, feels so healthy. 
there's a lot that people can learn from um, how you're approaching this. Yeah. Um, and so, gosh, like I, I, I'm just thinking back about the things we talked about. I mean, like, yeah, she's going to hear about us, like uh, all the things we did at a bathhouse. But like, besides that, like, I mean, you know, like it, you, you're, yeah, you're not seeing anything that's like uh, that feels horrible. You're a super respectable man. Let me tell you, like the way that you come in every week and like how you have like the utmost respect for your wife and your partner mm -hmm. and um, the way you just conduct yourself too. It's, it's really a treat to, to be able to sit down and talk with you. So like the things that you do share and whatnot, like I'm, it's always like super like solid for sure. I, it's really great. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I want to go sit on that couch with you now. Yeah. I want to smoke a joint back there. That looks like you can't smoke a joint there. No, I don't want to fucking go. <laughs> hey. Is it after Ooh, hours? I just I, I I did a I did a bleep right there. Oh, okay, that's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so we so, do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our moment to talk about that moan yes you know that is my moan by the way yeah I, a moan um, that I created and yeah every now and then in our episodes there's went ahead yeah well because sometimes we don't know how to fucking act and we just be saying it all <laughs> and so during those moments that we want to protect our privacy you'll hear that good old oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah they pop up every now and then and uh, so you it's just like, heard a moan <laughs> and that moan is hot mama really moaning. Yep. And it's to, um, to cover up and keep our privacy a little bit. Yeah. So there's, yeah. you'll hear a few of those in these episodes sprinkled about, you know, no big deal. Just, just keep, it's a little speed bump. Just keep rolling. <laughs> Give us another one, hot mama. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, women know how to fake it like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking about guys like we can't fucking fake it like if we're not into it like there's nothing's happening whatsoever yeah you're gonna know Ain't yeah nothing sorry popping <laughs> <laughs> nothing's popping up <laughs> but that's really good though too because then it just like reassures people that you're doing it right right like helpful it's like a nice um a nice reminder like oh yeah you like that <laughs> you mean, like if you can keep it up or not well, no, I mean, like as a, um, as somebody who, you know, enjoys a good hard cock, like seeing yeah. hard cock is like great reassurance that what I'm doing, they're enjoying. Oh yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. it's like, um, <laughs> so without getting into too much detail, but it's like when you're sucking dick. Right. And it's like, so fucking <laughs> <laughs> we're getting into detail. Right. And, it, and like them getting so hard is like your treat, like. It's like your prize for making them feel good is how I, I see yeah. it. Yeah. And then especially if it's like big, then you like, it's like a trophy that you're like. Yes. <laughs> His hands, he's doing the double twist. <laughs> what do you know about the double twist? <laughs> I'm just saying I got a couple little, you know, things up my sleeve. Probably nowhere near as good as you. I know, I'm sure you know how to suck a good dick. I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Been years of practice. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's get back on track here. We we're talking about Stan's life, and um, and there's some there's some things. So earlier in the episode, you um, I, I'm finding that we're talking a lot about your wife, and this is another moment of that. Like, um, I hung out with 
you um, together with uh, your wife and the man of mystery. Um, and that was really interesting. Uh, sister, I haven't told you about this, but um, um, I noticed that Stan still referred to his ex as his wife. And I'm wondering how that's hitting the man of mystery. What does he think about that? Um, I think he used the, uh, there was a, maybe a couple months ago, he asked, oh, you know, in a very just, you know, straightforward way, hey, you know, could you refer to her by her name instead of that? You know, that would, that would be good for me. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll definitely try to do that. But every once in a while, I, I do try, but I still, I mean, someone I've known for like 25 years, I, it, it, that's, it's so ingrained in me. It's just hard to like, you know, just um, to do that. But every once in a while now I have like, when talking to people, I, I'll, I'll reference like my ex, especially if it's pe newer people that don't really know me. And I, I don't want to like start off by giving them the impression that I'm like, ha you know, happily married and everything's going. Because um, there's still a lot of people in my life that don't know, you know, um, not that it's, um, I mean, I'm very open, um, but I don't like, I don't put a sign out, you know what I mean? So there's people that I just have no reason to talk to about it that just assume that, you know, my life has not changed. Um, um, but we still, you know, we don't live in a huge town and like, I'm out with my guy he's, you know, pretty handsy in public, <laughs> you know? Um, so, <clears throat> you know, I figure at some point everyone will get the, get the, get the point. <laughs> I think right now you're just writing like let's confuse people wave. And, uh, because when you came over my place, um, the, the gays were asking questions. They want to know about Stan. Oh, They're like, what the is going? Yeah. They were like, what's going on with Stan? Like, it, they wanted me to spill the tea. And um, and I didn't, but like... They were ready, uh, <laughs> they were ready for you to pour up. <laughs> yeah, I guess like, well, I mean, I was, we were having a great time. And and my my ex was, you know, sitting on my lap. And my guy was on the chair next to me. And I it's like I had this little, like, you know... I, yeah, I could see how that could be. People were like, what what is going on there, you know? It was... Uh, I mean, I was a little confused by it too, because I was like, wait, what's going on here? And um, Hot Mama is laughing in the background just for everybody to know she is hiding her laugh. And um... <laughs> I'm, because I'm like, I didn't realize that um, Stan was over here throwing out fucking come like fusing us. Like, I thought you guys were, I mean, I guess sometimes my friends sit on my lap or something, but um that's interesting. That's interesting, Stan. There was definitely like a, um, like a, I mean, like he said, they, they've been together for over two decades. 25 years is a long time. You can't just like switch to like not doing those things. Um, and so that, so I understood that level of like, when you guys transition. Still love each other, like how you mentioned, that was like yeah. a yeah. very, um, important detail. I think that it's not like you guys mm -hmm. hate each other like most couples do when they end things you know you guys were still on really great terms it was just this new life um part that kind of came in that um made it a little bit different that changed the dynamics of your guys's relationship and is changing it into something even more beautiful yeah and i don't want to overshadow there was i mean definitely a lot of difficulty because it was hurtful the way in which i came yeah. out was hurtful the way that i had you know not been faithful and you know there was a lot of hurt you know that i caused for sure yeah um and and you're working through that hurt and that's what life is really about stan like we carry so much baggage around with us because we we don't want to deal with that hurt and you you are dealing with it um even if it's not comfortable and it hurts sometimes 
mm-hmm. and so I really applaud that. Um, and 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 you're the confusing, the the, the gays. And, yeah, and at the party, I didn't really get to, I didn't really socialize or talk to other people. But there was another guy at your party who had also been married, also had three kids, and I was like, I was like, yeah. oh, I need to talk to this man at some point and get his his story and see what that's about. Oh, I like. I was that. thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so okay, so sister, I haven't told we haven't talked about this, but uh, so I had a, a get together at my at our house. Get a gay uh, party. Mr. T and I hosted some people over, uh, kind of like a housewarming, unofficially, like we were getting together. And of course, like there are a couple, a couple couples, like mostly gay men. Uh, there were some women that were here, but mostly gay men. And um, one of the guys um, happened to be like very similar situation to Stan. Um, but the, I think the biggest difference was that he, it's not... Um, like um, as healthy as what I feel like Stan is experiencing right now. Mm. Um, and so he had, I think that's why he was so curious. So yeah, Stan, uh, that uh, sexy man wants to talk to you. He has some things mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to cock block all day long because I'm, I'm, because uh, <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> what an asshole. You better not. <laughs> what, what do you mean by cock block? I mean that I'm gonna like um, uh, keep you all to myself. <laughs> oh, so now you're not gonna let us talk. Okay. You can talk to him. You'll just have to upload Grinder again and find him yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, from my research in the past, he's not on there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sounds like you already tried. <laughs> no, no. I, actually, I've, I've been off. You know, off those apps since you know for at least probably about co- close to three months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just that's funny. Like that's how things so quickly shifted for me. My whole focus, the way I approached things, what I was looking for. As soon as I found this guy and I started being in a relationship, it just, oof, it just, it was totally different all of a sudden again. I'm kind of sad a little bit because I wish I would have gotten some more of that, like hostan. Like I want I have plenty of stories in there. There's still there's plenty of old stories. Sprinkle us with some stories yeah. from time to time then. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to hear them juicy ones. <laughs> you gotta go on the runs. Yeah. There's a guy that just you know texted me today that I, I hooked up with like um yeah there was just uh, you know um me and this guy were kind of together but not really and there was a, a breakup and there was about a week between that and when I started a relationship with a second guy and in that week I hooked up probably with like three or four guys you know just like I was upset and I was using it as a way of like <laughs> coping and then I, I ended back up in this relationship for about three weeks I was seeing this guy about three times a week we were super compatible and things were going great with this guy but then me and the man of mystery you know I kind of reconnected with him and it was just like I realized he was the one you know for whatever reason he kind of grabbed my heart you know um so it was kind of good for me in some ways because it's like I, I'm so new to things and it was like having that little break, meeting another guy who was a great guy who I was really compatible with. It was like, oh, it wasn't just like the first guy I met. I needed to like like a you said like the lesbian joke where I just met this guy and needed to move in right away. It was like, no, I really do like this guy and this is the guy I want. You know, like I got a little bit of like uh, space from it for a moment to realize that there was something I really connected with there. Yeah, um, I felt it when you were talking about him, uh, when you were sharing what was going on. 
Um, and also, like you said something about um, hooking up with multiple people in the intro, I'm like in the in the middle of like you trying to figure that out together. Yes. And and that reminded me of something that we talked about with uh, Jessica, uh, sister. Remember when she was talking, it was kind of like cope. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to coin a term right now. Cope fucking. Uh-huh. Remember that? Like where you're like, you're. You're, you're she, was fucking... filling, uh, she was filling her voids, like that void inside her with uh, with cocks. So she was literally filling her hole. <laughs> no, but the, but the reason that she was doing it was because she was trying to get out of her feelings for what yeah. was happening with uh, L.A. and J.J. I want a better name for it. I feel like it needs Cope to... fucking? Yeah, no. What would you call it, Stan, when you were fucking all those guys in the middle of you um, missing on The Man of Mystery? Uh, I don't have any witty terms coming to mind right now. I was just, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. But no, I was like, at the, the first, like, 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 honestly, the first night with him where it's like, we kind of, there was just like, you know, we took a walk and it was kind of like this breakup without really saying it. I, I left, I was upset. I pulled over, I opened an app and then I stopped somewhere on the way home. You know what I mean? He, like he, he was cope fucking. Yeah. No, I was because I was crying. I was I was, I, I wiped my tears and and you know what I mean? You know? Um, wow, you so. got some tissue and and you were crying <laughs> and then you dried your eyes and then went and got your dick sucked. Yes. Or maybe suck some dick. It wasn't like it wasn't great. It wasn't fulfilling. It was just, I mean, I was definitely acting oh, at that point. Fucking. You know, it was just you know. Yeah, that was the same way that Jessica described it was that it was just like she did it. And like she afterwards, she was like, that was whack. You know, like that. Yeah, didn't feel yeah exactly. Hmm. Yeah, there were some after that that were great. <laughs> but that, the first one, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, so here's one story uh, for our listeners about how much of a hoe Stan is or was was I'll say past tense. One time I was texting with Stan. And he was getting his dick sucked at the same oh, time. He was texting you. Yeah, and I don't even was, remember that. It was like logistics. It was like something like we were like trying to like coordinate our like run or something in the morning. And then and then he said like I'm busy right now. And I was like, what are you busy with? And then he's like, uh, and then like I was like, does this person know that you're like uh, texting me while you're like getting your dick sucked? And he was like, yeah, they're fine with it. And <laughs> and so. <laughs> <laughs> um, <That's dope. laughs> oh, oh yeah man. so so um stan has ho stories sister we're gonna need some more of those on the next episode yeah mm. yeah i've gotten i've gotten really boring yeah i doubt that i highly doubt that content and boring yeah i don't believe it i think that he's just in love right now and he has some juicy stories to share with us and we're gonna have to wait till the next episode for those stories well, our times come to an end. I'm good to see you guys. You have a good night. Yeah, listen to Stan trying to like boot Stan us Stan is off ready, well. bro. Well, fuck you too. Ready. <laughs> I was say goodbye. I was I'm being polite. He's like, okay, I'm done. I've kind of known from like Irish goodbye. You know, I'm at a party. I just like walk out the door, you know? <laughs> well, don't, please don't do those Irish goodbyes to us, Stan. We want to, we want to feel all the love from you. Our listeners are loving, loving on you too. And we want to end the episode. 
<laughs> I, I like it when Uncle Mickey does. <laughs> take take us away. <laughs> All right, I'm taking us away. Thank you so much for joining us today, Stan. We love you, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Well, that's a wrap for now. Tune in next week for your dose of the love fix. And if any of you lovers out there want to give us the deets on your latest date or tell us something that you enjoyed about today's episode, email us at thelovefix at gmail.com. Remember, that's triple X. Like Auntie Rue says, if we can't love ourselves, then how the hell are we going to love someone else? <laughs>